As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform, with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Any health-related information on the following show provides general information only. Content presented on any show by any host or guest should not be substituted for a doctor's advice. Always consult your physician before beginning any new diet, exercise, or treatment program. And now it's time for Pet Health Cafe, where your pet has a voice. And here's your host, Bill, the pet health guru, and Dr. Diane. And welcome to the Pet Health Cafe, the show where your pet has a voice. This is Bill, pet health guru. And I'm pleased to have my special guest host, Dr. Michael Dim, on the line with me. How are we doing, Doc? Oh, doing well, Bill. How are you doing? Well, I, it's been a crazy week. I, I don't know. I think this whole pandemic, shutdown, everything else is starting to finally, you know, hit me in a way. I, I, I can deal with almost anything. But you know what? It's getting to the point where it's like, what is life about? I agree. I mean, I, uh, it doesn't seem like it seems like it's, you know, I hate to say it when I when people who disagree with us on this topic, you know, uh, you know, kind of say, hey, you know, you guys are overreacting. I, I say to them, and some of them are, are friends or, or, you know, associates even right. in the veterinary business. I say, you know what? I hope you're right. But as this goes along, everything that people have been talking about in terms of what the intentions are and where things are evolving are getting worse, not better in terms of control and, you know, shutdowns, like you said, and fear and to me, it's all on target for this totalitarian society globally. And I just, that's all you can say. And it's, and it's taking shape throughout the world, not just here in the United States. And that's what's scary about it. Well, you know, one of the things I find interesting is every morning I get up, I put in my coffee, I have my lemon water first to clean out the liver, you know, the whole health routine. And I go outside on my porch, and I just look at the, I look up at the sky, 
and I look at what's going on. And I find it amazing that some mornings everything seems to be flourishing. There's birds and butterflies and dragonflies all over. And now I have a new companion that visits me every day, one of the feral cats in the neighborhood. Um, at least I feed her real food instead of putting out some dry garbage like everybody else does. And so, and she's learned quite quickly to come and, you know, she's, it, it, it's, it's interesting because the dynamic, because we're looking at a more natural animal at this point in time, and she knows where to come and when to come. And actually, the other day I left and it was pouring rain. She was under my truck. And when I left, because I took my truck with me, obviously, she sat in the driveway in the rain watching me drive out like she was super pissed. <laughs> I mean, yeah. now, and this is only like a week or two weeks into me even providing a little bit of diet. But other mornings I get up and I walk out there. There's no birds. None. Nothing going wow. on. The sky yeah. almost looks artificial. Artificial. Yeah. And, sometimes, you know, and sometimes the, the air feels heavy. Like I was just about you beat me. We both were about to say at the same time, the air, you know, we're in, you know, August in Florida, but I can't even walk. I mean, the air quality, it's so heavy, even more than usual, because you and I live here. I mean, you live much longer than me. Well, and, you know, we build up a tolerance to or used to it or our lungs, you know, get a certain acclimation. I have a hard time even breathing out there. But and you, I don't know, you, grew, you know, you grew up in the New York area. I grew up in Buffalo, New York. Buffalo, New York was industrial when I was a kid. Okay. Right. My, I've been exposed to probably, I know there's like 80,000 chemicals that are listed with the EPA. I probably breathe, I probably have breathed in, I don't know, 20,000 of them, 30,000 of them over my lifetime. I no. never had that problem up there. Yeah. And I lived, and I, and I, uh, where you said, I grew up in Long Island. Uh, in fact, one of my social media friends uh, remarked this week when we were chatting, he said, you know, we were joking about times we spent in, in Oceanside and how the kids were, you know, we were out playing, you know, things you and I have talked right. about in terms of things. And, you know, yeah, we ate some of that garbage cereal, you know, I mean, but we were okay because we weren't being bombarded you know, in every orifice. And there was even um, a, a dump in Oceanside. It was a famous dump and, yeah. you know, sanitation. And we used to go to a clam bar right near this, you know, garbage dump and have like clams and a beer at the time. And, you know, we all did really well. You know, my, my, my social uh, connections back then, we all became professional people. We went through college. There wasn't any autism. And as the way it is today, there wasn't any, you know, chronic disease and suffering and, you know, you look at the health of kids today, like you said, I mean, it's it, it's a reflection of these toxicities that are just ubiquitous everywhere in every or and it's coming at us through every possible orifice, really. Right. You know. Exactly. It's it's like, OK, one of the things that I wanted to touch on and on, on this segment of the show is over the last couple of weeks, because we don't have an open chat anymore. We've got a I, lot of yeah, we've gotten a lot of questions and that sort of thing. And I wanted to try to touch on a few of them because I'm sure that, you know, these are regular listeners. And, you know, we talked about a couple of things. Um, you know, number one, I'm, and, and I'm only going to go back in like the last 30 days. Okay, with the testing, what are these new tests? And are they combining them with the old tests? And are we really looking at the same stuff anymore? I don't know. You know, 
to be you've honest, been doing, you've been doing so much research on this. And, you know, I mean, you and I correspond on the backside of this. But I am so freaking confused at this point in time. What are we really looking for? Well, we're looking for with these PCR testing, the essence of it is you, you're looking for segments of genetic material that correlate with people that have symptoms associated with what they're calling COVID-19 virus. And the genetic material is, you know, sequences. And the thing to understand is, Bill, just right up front, this is a virus that hasn't even been genetically sequenced yet. And yet right. it's destroyed. And yet we're determining our world to just come to a crashing halt for control and fear and all the rest of it. So just that in itself, the fact that it's never been genetically sequenced, it's never fulfilled what are called Koch's postulates for causing infectious disease. That's a kind of a golden rule of microbiology that we learned about. I learned right. about back in Cornell in the early 80s. And all I can say is, is that it's testing for genetic strands of material that are consistent that they're not consistent, that have been found in people with symptoms of COVID-19. Now, let me just add something that Andrew Kaufman talked about, you know, the forensic psychiatrist, right. a while back, when I first heard his lecture that, of course, was censored and not allowed to be on any social platform. And he talked about how as soon as they had those first 20 cases in China, in Wuhan, in that toxic dump you know, where those meat, the meat was in such awful condition. As soon as they had those 20 cases, they were developing tests. And they, the quality control that they were looking at was so poor, they were trying to isolate the airway secretions of these first 20 patients. And you know what, Bill? This was what blew me away. And I said, boy, this is a pandemic right from the get-go. Right back then and there, the genetic sequenced material that they found in those first 20 patients has already been documented years earlier in sure. lung cancer patients. Yes. Okay? So therefore, by pro this is something that was planned. You can just look at that, okay? This genetic sequence they're calling COVID-19 already existed, yeah. already was documented in lung cancer patients. And so these are changes that occur in our bodies. And you and I have spoken about this as a result of our response to external toxic factors. And that means, you know, 5G, it means pollution, it means stress of all kinds. And that's what they're picking up as positive uh, in these tests. And there's a wide gamut of cross-reactivity and false positives that I don't care if they develop the test and you get the results in 45 seconds. It's all the same technology. Right, exactly. And, you know, and here's the other thing is, is in this line of questioning, and this, this is going back to our July 1st um, program, okay? So why are they trying to confuse everybody? Obviously, it's a political agenda. Right. And so now they're saying that, okay, even our pets can't be social. We know that's a bunch of BS. Right. Okay. You could, you know, I mean, coronavirus has been around forever. Now... We had mentioned, obviously, on this show that why is it that pounds or rescues, if you will, why is it mandatory to have your animal fixed? Is it broken? <laughs> That's a good way to put it, isn't it? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I've been saying this for years. I mean, why Why are we – okay, it's, it's another – isn't it just another political agenda? Uh, I think yes. I mean, uh, you know, that whole spay-neuter thing. 
which we obviously can be a whole show in itself. And you and I have touched on it right. in different perspectives. I'm sure you and Dr. Diane did over the years. And so I, all I can say about that is you and I remember the show well. At the end of the show, what was it? The Price is Right. And Bob Barker said, don't forget to have your pets spayed and neutered. Yes. He used to say it at the end of every Price is Right program. Yes. And he was like, I think, a big, uh, you know, kind of, I don't know, like donated to the uh, to the Humane Societies. It's a pet control. He was a a big supporter of the Humane Society of the United States. Right. And he was. Which, by the way, happens to be the largest landlord in Manhattan. (laughs) All their money, 90 percent of their money goes into real estate in Manhattan. Amazing. Dr. Diane and I did a show on it. I actually pulled up their their records and I went through it and I was like, my my brain wanted to explode. Right. You know, I mean, let's face it. When you look at more, most rescues and most 501c3s, nonprofits, they're very much profitable for whoever owns them. And And I'll add to that. Not only is it a profit-driven venture that I learned in my part-time work up in Jupiter, you know, at one of these Mm -hmm. places, is that ego is running it. It's not about the best thing for the animals because I tried to implement in a set system a healthier way of, you know, bringing animals in from the islands and different places and getting them adopted out. I mean, but not by bombarding them with like every poison known to man, every vaccine known to man, and and then, you know, ripping their ovaries and uterus and testes out. Now, I understand that, you know, most of our society is conventionally oriented and there, you know, there's a money right. issue with, with health care. But you don't have to body slam the animal into like a lifetime of chronic disease, you know? Well, one of the things I did, I, and this is going back about seven, eight, maybe more years ago, we were doing a, a, a live remote on the radio. And I interviewed, I don't know, eight to 12 different rescues. And finally, by the, the last one, it's like, what sets you apart from everybody else? We do everything. And I said, please describe what everything is. Well, we do heartworm. We do all the vaccines. We do all the warmings. You know, we're doing all this special stuff and everything else. And I said, well, wait a minute. Your job, your single job, is to take an animal from a bad place and try to put it in a better place, right? Right. Yes. Okay. That's the goal. Okay. So why are you doing all the rest of this stuff? And she says, well, we cannot trust the owners to take care of the animal properly. And I Mm -hmm. said, then why are you adopting to them? Yeah. Shouldn't your job be educating them as new pet owners, old pet owners and new modern methods to what you need to do to have a healthy animal. Right. And I mean, oh my God, I caught so much flack from that. Well, you know, I get calls all the time from my clients and, you know, I always tell them when they're considering right. adopting from those places, you're going to get a potentially chronically sick animal, even with starting out with raw diets and, and a holistic lifestyle. And I said, because they've already been poisoned up the gazoo, but I get calls frequently from these rescue places and Justin Bartlett's and those right. kind of places that to check out an owner to make sure they're vaccinated, they get heartworm pills, they've been neutered, you know, it's like that, but that's their that, definition. 
But you know what it comes down to, Bill? I I just want to insert this comment. It comes down, and this is what's happening with us humans with this COVID-19. I hate to tell the audience this, but it's the best essence I can look at it. This is about herd health. Now, let me explain about us, herd health, not about our individual health. So we have an overpopulated, overpolluted, expanding world. Everybody can agree on that. So there's no, an agenda. I, I, I will disagree. I actually will disagree with that because we really don't know. We don't know. You're right. I'm sorry. I'm giving a. So let's yeah. say, but that, but that's a common belief. But we, and but so, cities, yes. The, the cities, because of the way we're trying to manipulate the population in metropolitan areas, we have created a false definition of a society. Right. Right. But so this agenda. Let me bring that to the. So that's the common, let's say, more liberal belief about all this. And so what is the what the diabolical part of this that a lot of us feel is that this is going to be a way. And Bill Gates has said it in in talks years past to depopulate, to literally spay or neuter. But with our lives and our health, with our health and our lives in that order, the population by lining us all up and mandating a vaccine. That's what this is about, guys. That's where it's heading. And they're already, Australia is actually, I saw this and Susan Pitcairn posted about this, is is already, people are locked in their homes. There's, throughout the country, they can't even leave to go buy like food and, and, and basic staples. The military's knocking on the doors and you know if they need something and, and there's curfews. And it's, this is going on all over the world. It's insane. And Australia has a very, very low incidence of this. So there's an agenda here. Come on. And it's, it's, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I know. It's, it, it, it's really amazing. I mean, you know, I mean, I spent a lot of time in my youth in agricultural areas doing all the, you know, as a kid doing farm work and stuff like that. We were never sick. I mean, God, you know, we talk, you know, you talk about allergies and pollen and pollution you know how much how much pollen do you think i inhaled from the time i was probably 12 years old till 18 years old every summer on a freaking hay wagon stacking bales of hay with all that dust and everything coming up in my face uh yeah how about the fact that when you and i were little Unfortunately, my parents followed the beat of the same drum and we were vaccinated with a certain number of vaccines and now they're giving children 70 something. If that mm-hmm. doesn't tell you an agenda, guys, I don't know what does it. I mean, you know, that's not for their health and well-being. OK, right. we're not talking about measles, mumps and polio, which I have my own feelings on anyway. But we're all right. this other garbage that they're now giving our kids. Do you think it's really for their health and well-being? <laughs> well, you know, OK, one of the other questions that popped up is, and, you know, we talked about this in many cases as well, okay? Um, Is fasting good for humans as well as our pets? And if so, how does the body react to that? Um, Yeah, we we didn't have Chinese buffets in the 1800s, did we? (laughs) No. (laughs) You know, and I'm kind of picking on you a little bit about this because, you know, it's kind of a Jewish tradition on Christmas and, you know, some of the holidays that when everything else is closed, the Chinese restaurant was always open, wasn't it? All right. You're making me come clean and we'll laugh at this as we get to a break, <laughs> is that in my refrigerator for my daughter, 
all right, who's an FAU student who loves to like eat unhealthily in my face. I picked her up some General So's chicken. Oh my God. <laughs> but that's Absolutely. Exactly <laughs> I didn't eat it, but I mean, I took one little bite of it. I almost vomited. Anyway. I, <laughs> All right. I, we'll be right I, back I, after this quick break. <laughs> Fiesta Pet Deli, South Florida's original and only fresh food deli for pets. We carry a full line of products like Bravo, Nature's Variety, and BioComplete. We have FDA-approved meals that are prepared daily. Stop by our brand-new store located at Sample Road and the Turnpike in the Festival Flea Market in Pompano, Florida, or call 954-971-2500. Check us out online at www.realfoodforpets.com. If your pet's overweight, suffers from skin problems, or you suspect food allergies, we have the solution. We also carry a large variety of pet strollers, bedding, apparel, collars, leashes, natural chews, and grooming supplies. Veterinarian-owned and operated, Fiesta Pet Deli's mission is to help every pet owner have the healthiest pet they possibly can. Call us today for local deliveries or shipping throughout the United States. Call Fiesta Pet Deli today at 954-971-2500. That's 954-971-2500. This is Bill, the Pet Health Guru, along with my special guest host, Dr. Michael Dim. Okay, that that was a fun, uh, kind of a fun ending to that yeah, segment. I, mean, I love it. You know, I mean, this is one of the great things that, okay, you grew up very liberal. I grew up in primarily a Democrat family, but was always the conservative part of that. Um, you know, my own businesses and things of that nature. So I was kind of a rebel. Um, and the fact of the matter is, is we can now sit back and look at things in a realistic, you know, what, what I'm going to say is a real world way, based on science, based on knowledge that you've acquired, that I have acquired, we can have debates on it. I mean, sometimes we don't always agree, but it's funny because quite often when we don't necessarily agree, somewhere along the line, a light goes on. Yeah. And no, let's absolutely. take a look at what's going on. Well, it's about being open, Bill, open and honest and, you know, taking stock of ourselves and, you know, how we can do things a little better, how we might have been tricked in the past, uh, how we got into bad habits and then making efforts to try and be better versions of ourselves than we were, you know, years ago. That's really what life and evolution, in my opinion, is supposed to be all about, not about ego and control and, right. and, and all of that, you know. And that comes with age, I think. When you're younger, we're younger, uh, I think it's everybody goes through this at different rates. We all evolve in certain, in certain uh, you know, well, at certain rates, you know. A lot of it has to do with our education. And, of course, in the last 50, 60, 70, 80 years here in the United States, it's been more about indoctrination. Yeah, absolutely. I agree. I mean, I, I joke around all the time. I feel like I graduated in the last class that was taught critical thinking. Right. How does this work? I mean, you know, and of, of course, today and with today's technology, we can't even go back there. You know, it used to be that I could open up the, the hood of my truck and something's not working and I could pull it apart. I could hit it with a sledgehammer put it back in and it worked or I could clean it out with some sort of solvent or cleaner and it worked today. 
You open up your hood, you don't even know what the hell there is. I hear you. My hear truck you. was just in the shop, okay? And I said something to my mechanic. I said, you know, I don't know. So every now and then I, I, I went up to, I went from regular gas up to high test, and I had several issues go away. I says, well, maybe it's a, a fuel filter issue. He says, Bill, you don't have a fuel fit, filter anymore. It's a part of your gas pump. If you want to change that filter, you have to take, you have to basically take out your fuel pump at 200 bucks for the part to fix that issue. Right. I mean, stop and think about this. I mean, it's all about the consumer. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. When I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply driven issue and then when we take that under the medicine side it's the same thing it is you know it's funny you mentioned the car i just literally my hyundai sonata which i got in 2012 from my late mother when i came to florida she helped me you know we helped purchase she helped me purchase it because we had some financial challenges back then and just recent and it has like over a hundred thousand miles and it's been kind of a lemon for the most part in terms of the electric but the engine is driven fairly well as far as i saw and then recently it actually broke down at when I went to a client's house in Palm Beach Gardens for a house call. And as it turned out, we thought it was the alternator, but it wasn't. It was the engine. So then I had a really sharp mechanic that didn't just accept that. So as we learned, the engine was a defective engine from Hyundai that year or these cars. Right. And they were being replaced We're for this bill for free. So, <laughs> of course, nothing's for free. So I had it towed eventually to the Hyundai dealer and they of course found other things that in order to help it move along and and so they replaced there was a seven thousand dollar job that they did for free and of course there was had extras because the car is an older car and so I want to tell you so I left the I left the uh, dealer that day this was like a month ago the car was like in great it felt like a new car guess right. what a month later it feels like it's even backwards the air conditioning's not working. That's like, I mean, what did I bring it in for? You know, you know, it, it, it's be, like a trap. Because, because of the computer technology, all it takes is one little thing. I'm, and, and I'm just going to throw in a little bit of tidbit here. I'm going back 10 years ago. Okay. I have a electronic calculator on my desk. You know, the printing type calculators, right? Yeah. And okay. So I'm using it. I'm using it, using it. One morning I turn it on. Nothing. Blank screen, absolutely nothing. I can't use it, okay? As Americans, what do we do? You go out and buy a new one. Right. Okay, I can't deal with this. I don't know what to do. You go out and you buy a new one, you start working again. Well, I decided to open up the old one. I don't know what made me do it. 
But I opened up the old one, and I'm looking at the the uh, board, the motherboard, you know, the electronic board. And here's a freaking spider stretch out across two or three contacts. I blew it out. I plugged it. I put it back together, plugged it in. It worked fine. Evidently, a baby spider somehow got inside this freaking little calculator. And when it got big enough, it just shorted the whole thing out. Right. The same thing can happen with your computer. Exactly. Yeah. You know, $300, $500, $700 computer. Okay, crash. Okay, not working at all. There's a freaking spider. There's a moth. Yeah. There's whatever. But this is the whole thing when we look at our bodies are the same way. Our pets' bodies are the same way. It can be one little thing that causes that short circuit. If you eliminate that heavy metal, that aluminum, that mercury, that ivermectin, um, you know. Well, let me, let me give you a different version of that, though, that, it, that it, where it can be one thing, and I'll bring it back to what you were talking about a few minutes ago with the, with the humane societies and the shelters and what they're doing to the animals and Bob Barker's words right. and all that. And so I, so I had a case today that basically the owner has spent, the guardian has spent $30,000 in the past year and a half in oh a nutshell, God. in a nutshell, Bill, without going into all the case detail, which is just amazing. Uh, this dog is rabid. What I mean by rabid is it has every symptom of what we call in homeopathy, rabies vaccinosis. Right. It, was du- it was double rabies vaccinated as a puppy and, or, and came into the house. How many little poodles do you know that are four months old that are staring down the other dog and attacking it right from the get-go? And literally would have like a stare. and a that, go, that, that, yeah. uh, by, the, by the way, you know, and we did a lot of, of this research back when you were actually with us. We started the research. This is mercury poisoning. Right, right. It's, it's, whatever. it's caused so, by the vaccine. You're right. Right, right. So, so, so this. So here's what happened to this poor dog. So it started back then, and it was a happy dog, but it always had this this weird behavioral issues, mm-hmm. and then eventually that insult, whether it's your perspective, and I agree, biochemically mercury. From my perspective, you know, homeopathic rabies vaccinosis, because this dog started to show over the next few years, mentally, emotionally, and physically. Every symptom of what I see, what you would see in the textbook of a dog who has rabies, the clinical disease in the wild, excessive sexual desire, neurologic issues, all the things, you know, mercury, of course, but even the behaviors, Bill, the the yeah, that's how we determined that was with the hair testing, especially on these toy breeds. Yeah, they were so mercury. You you remember we had this whole group of of. What I call demonic Yorkies, because we you know we were dealing with a Yorkie rescue at that point in time, and they all turned out. And when you go on and you Google up the symptoms of mercury poisoning, what you just stated is there on the list. Right, right. So let me go on. So the dog developed over the past few years is getting worse and worse and worse. Then you know the owners had to guardians had to go to Mexico and. For whatever reason, okay. they needed a distemper parvo shot. Oh and my God. so then this, it had a tiny heart defect that now has exploded into, you know, after that, you know. And not, not that the dog was symptomatic or anything, but the, the, the defect got bigger. But then the dog started developing more neurologic symptoms, again, because of the initial mercury and, and homeopathic concepts of vaccinosis, you know, on an energetic level. That Then the dog started developing some other weird 
neurologic symptoms. The longer the story, shorter the pill is. And it was a little poodle. It had an occasional cough. It went under anesthesia. It ended up going to neurologists. And it had some anatomic problem, they said, at the level of the first vertebrae, the C1 and C2, right up, right below the skull. And they fixed that. And as soon as the dog woke up from anesthesia, it started coughing. And it hasn't stopped coughing since over the last nine months. And the behaviors are getting worse. And the dog's getting more aggressive. And it's coughing nonstop. And it never coughed before. And it also has another symptom of... Um, rabies vaccinosis, which I don't know if you could explain this through mercury, but it, the dog is like, has intense well, mounting and sexual desire, right. which many people don't realize that's a symptom in a neutered animal often of rabies, because when you go to the textbook on symptoms of rabies in the real, in the wild, one of the symptoms is excessive sexual desire. So it's not well, always dominance. No. And, and, and the funny thing is, first off, you have to realize who wrote the textbook for the veterinarians? Another yeah. vet. <laughs> right. Okay. And yes, I mean, when you look at the symptoms of mercury, just the mercury toxicity, yeah. there's like 125 different symptoms, which include all of what you just described. Okay? And I probably have now, problems too. Now, okay. Now, let's just, let's, and, and I haven't even gone here yet because I know it's going to be every bit as bad. Let's jump over to the aluminum symptoms. Yes. Let's look, oh, and then let's do the jump to, to the formaldehyde. Mm -hmm. Let, let's jump over to the squalene. Mm -hmm. what, are the, what, are the, what are the sources of this stuff? Exactly. Those we actions. have no yeah. clue. And yet, okay, now they want to do an RNA-based vaccine that's never been tested, you know, Hydroxychloroquine. We didn't do the double-blind studies. So therefore, we cannot recommend or even talk about it. And you and I have posted a lot on this stuff. But yet, we're going to put out a vaccine with unproven technologies. Yep. Not, not even proven technology. We're talking something brand, a brave new world. Mm. And I don't know about you, but uh, me? Uh-uh. You ain't going to do it to me. I'm not going to be a guinea pig. And, you know, I mean, they've used our U.S. military and they've used our children right. for so many generations for so long. Listen, we'll be right back after this quick break, and we're going to get into this heavy. Fiesta Pet Deli, South Florida's original and only fresh food deli for pets. We carry a full line of products like Bravo, Nature's Variety, and BioComplete. We have FDA-approved meals that are prepared daily. Stop by our brand new store located at Sample Road and the Turnpike in the Festival Flea Market in Pompano, Florida, or call 954-971-2500. Check us out online at www.realfoodforpets.com. If your pet's overweight, suffers from skin problems, or you suspect food allergies, we have the solution. We also carry a large variety of pet strollers, bedding, apparel, collars, leashes, natural chews, and grooming supplies. Veterinarian owned and operated, Fiesta Pet Deli's mission is to help every pet owner have the healthiest pet they possibly can. Call us today for local deliveries or shipping throughout the United States. Call Fiesta Pet Deli today at 954-971-2500. That's 954-971-2500. 
Pet Health Cafe, the show where your pet has a voice. This is Bill, the pet health guru, along with Dr. Michael Dim. I want to ask uh, you a question. Wait, wait, Bill, before you ask me that question, I do. You know how I look at the way the universe works, <laughs> and there's no accidents. That's so right. So as you were talking about what you were talking about, before you get on to the question, my, my cell phone went off next to me, dinging. I had reached out a few weeks ago because, you know, this whole thing is, like you said in the beginning of the show, is starting to get to me, uh, get to you, and it's starting to get to me. And, you know, I try to stay busy with my work and, you know, I'm a, I'm a, you know, I'm a post-divorce guy. I live by my son. My daughter lives here. And, and so the thing is, it can be a little, you know, emotionally isolating. You feel like the world is like you're, you're just a totally on your own. And that's why these shows and, and, you know, the connections we make with people and social media and that kind of thing is important for us to maintain our sanity. So I reached out a few weeks back to Andrew Kaufman to ask him, you know, the forensic psychiatrist, yeah. you know, and he's not a guy that uses SSRI drugs and, and all those poisons. And I, and I just wanted to see if he was maybe, you know, he had some tips sure. on dealing with the, you know, the, the stress, the anxiety and you know, that I'm experiencing during this whole time. And you know what he wrote? I just got the email when you were talking and it rang and I looked at it on the break and his assistant wrote back to me, you ready for this? He has a unique approach to working with people with these type of, you know, emotions. And his first recommendations will be a physical detoxification. And this is because the neural pathways that are established by behavior and thoughts need to be changed. I'm, I mean, and so she wrote, you know, I don't yeah. know if you were interested, it, if I was interested in that. So it goes right to what you're saying. All of these toxicities on our bodies, you know, and that's what he's looking we're at. We're being inundated every, and we have no clue. And that's, I mean, we, we ended last week's show with that in that we don't know the variations of the, of the toxins that are causing the variations in the so-called, you know, dynamic mutating COVID. Because all you need to do is change one molecule, two molecules, three molecules in this toxin. It can create a whole different set of symptoms. Exactly. And, I'm sure, and you know what? I'm, I'm convinced. I am really now convinced that they know how to control and manipulate Probably most of the flus. Absolutely. Yeah. Most of the flu symptoms, the cold symptoms, um, and even probably a lot of the cancers. Absolutely. I mean, that's a big business, you know, the cancer, you know, cancers. Oh, my um, God. You know, I mean, we, I, last week we spoke about the German new medicine and how, you know, yeah. he, that whole philosophy of medicine that's right in line with the way you and I think it was basically challenged by the oncologists of Germany at that time who didn't want to be, you know, uncovered that they were poisoning people. And they and meanwhile, the, you know, the people of their particular religion weren't even being given chemo drugs. And so it was like they were threatened by this different perspective on cancer management and cancer. And so you're 100 percent right. They can control a lot of what's going on here. And that, that's and the sick thing that we have to try and let in. You know, I hate to say it's not conspiracy theories, guys. No, it's it, and you know, and on the other side of it, when you look at nanotechnology, and it doesn't have to be even a computer chip. It could just be the different metals that they put into our body, right? The aluminums and the mercuries and the barium and seleniums and that sort of thing, and different chemtrails and different insecticidals. We don't know what they're. We have no clue. Right. 
Well, you used the term. Yeah, you used the term a few minutes a minute ago, Bill. Then we'll get. I want you to get back to your question. I want you to forget that. But a minute or two ago, you used the term mutating COVID nineteen. So let's look at the kitty cat again. I know I brought this up several times in the show, right? In various shows, the only real clinical feline coronavirus or FIP is in Paul that I've ever seen in clinical practice has been in animals that have come out of shelters and rescues that have been poisoned and toxicated at a young age and then they get adopted out and then these kittens then become young cats and those are the only populations I have seen in real life medicine that end up getting sick with fulminant symptoms of various organs of FIP is in Paul. Now yeah. that, that and and what the profession has come up with is that it's a mutation of a benign version of this virus that causes these cats from these um, from these environments to develop these symptoms and sickness. And if you I, parallel if you parallel that with COVID nineteen, it's the exact same thing because those shelters uh, and rescues are the yes. nursing homes, the prisons, the meat plants, and all the other toxic places, and all the you know the high pollution cities yes. and that kind of thing. I'm you know? going to I'm going to propose a little bit different theory. Okay. It's not a mutation of the virus. It's a mutation of the toxin yes, that they are introducing right. to us. Right. That causes the body to move from X to Y. That's right. That's and, right. and, you know, it's like, okay, I, I thought about this this morning. Like I said, I had, this, I had this morning thing like, what is life all about? We get up every morning. We go to work. We're doing all this stuff. You and I. We we are doing a job to help our pets and our and people, their owners, every day. We we our job is to fix somebody else's failure. Yeah. You know, unfortunately, that's where we are. I Dr. know. It's, it's it's very you know. And, I mean, and it's it's it was like a revelation. It's like. Why do we do this every day to ourselves? I'm watching the birds. Uh, you know I'm going to answer it, Bill. And I, and I have to say it because it's, you know, I don't want to bring like, this is a little far out there. Maybe you believe in it, maybe you don't. But obviously I, I've met many types along the way. And, sure. And had relationships. And one of them told me it's not, it's what we signed up for before we got here. Yep. And whether we're from another planet, another galaxy, or if you think that way or whatever it is, yeah. we came here for that purpose during this time, you know, to, to, you know, and it's not just, you know, I, I used to say to her, I used to say to my friends, I used to say, I just want to be floating around on a log relaxing. And my constitution, <laughs> I'd probably go crazy during that. That's not, I, I you know, you no, and I both, you, you know, and I can't do that. <laughs> We can't do that. We can't, can't float around we can't, on a we, pond. We cannot sit on a. We cannot lay down in the pool on that freaking float for more than three minutes. That's right. Oh, you know, God. because as soon as we relax, our mind, our brains are infiltrated. It's a good from word. Someplace. That's right, and then we have our own. You know. I have a lot of symptoms of mercury poisoning. Absolutely. Sure. I still have mercury in my mouth. You probably got all yours Why taken you? out. <laughs> what? Actually, it's funny because my body has tr has actually naturally extracted some of it. I've lost pieces of teeth with the mercury filling. The body actually <laughs> it does. It away. Absolutely. You know, That's it's funny. Yeah. 
And I'm sensitive to Mercury. I know that because number one, my, my, my astrological sign is ruled by Mercury and my accident, you can't make this up, Bill, right? I think I shared this on the, one of the shows right after that my homeopath prescribed the homeopathic remedy Mercury right when Mercury was in retrograde and the next day and for my symptoms. And we won't get into that. And okay. you know, not Mercury, the toxin, but the homeopathic right. energetic form of it that treats whatever symptoms I was experiencing sure. at the time. And the next day, with Mercury in retrograde, with my, with my uh, astrological sign ruled by that planet, I had, a, I had a fainting episode and hit my head and face and had a very scary event happen. Sure. So that was not by any accident. <laughs> so, well, you know, it, it, anyway. it, it, it's, fun, it's funny. Um, I want to bring up, a, I'm just going to throw in one, one kind of thing, because, you know, we share clients and stuff like that. So today, one of my girls comes to me, and she's doing follow-ups and this sort of thing. And she says, um, one of the customers no longer wants to feed our food. And I said, why? She said, well, because she says her dog is not doing well on it. So I said, first off, is the animal alive? Because, you know, this is kind of a training exercise, too. Right. Is your dog alive? Well, yeah. Well, obviously, if your dog is alive, it's working. You know, if it wasn't working, your dog would be dead. Okay. Right. Second type of the part of the question was, how long has she been on our food? So we go into the computer, we Google, we you know, we bring it up in the in the system. She's been feeding and buying from us for three years. So you're telling me that it took you three years to figure out that the food is not working and you're pet is still alive now that kind of sets off a lot of red flags with me you know you know the way my, my brain works right okay so okay so your dog is alive you've been feeding it for three years you've had no problems we go into history for three years the only thing that she has bought is turkey uh do you think your dog might be sick of freaking turkey right I mean, oh my God! Plus, it, plus, if it, you, you know, that's not how they evolved to eat. You know, your whole philosophy and anybody who's has any rotation, minimal rotation, nutrition rotation. is to vary, vary the proteins. And she's been feeding the same one for three years. For three years, okay. And now it's the problem was the food, not the owner. Right, right. Well, that and then you have the other thing, and I know we're at the end here. The expectations of what the guardian is expecting. So, for example, I, like this client today, who I want to send to you, you to work on the food for this rabies vaccine. Those this okay, animal right. that's detoxing. But you know, I said to her, you know, your dog's going to go through some symptoms. Please don't call him if he vomits. Like he, you know, like like you. I mean, obviously, I'm going to try and coach her through whatever sure. she goes through. But please don't call him if he vomits. And then, you know. I'm not going to just prescribe a different antacid or a, or a Sereny or a Pepsid. That's not how holistic healing no. works. It's fluctuations. It's return of discharges and symptoms. The body hey. does some house cleaning to get healthier. You know what? When we were in college, you went out and you probably drank. And you know what? <laughs> At the end of the next day, you had to vomit. That's right. And then when you vomited and you got rid of all that excess alcohol and garbage in your gut – you were suddenly healed. You know what? And you could have avoided all that if you only drank and before you went to sleep, 
you took a dose of Nux Pharmaca and you would have felt a lot better. <laughs> exactly. All right, we're <laughs> up against the end of the show here. Uh, our engineers letting us know we're done for the day. Um, right. I want to thank everybody for, for tuning in. Dr. Dim, they can reach you at? Well, you can go to my website, drdim.com. That's D-O-C-T-O-R-D-Y-M, all one word, dot com. has my email and phone number there. And, of course, we're at My Paleo Pet and at PetHealthCafe.com. You can reach us here all the time. And once again, Dr. Dim, thank you. A lot of fun. It was some humor tonight. That's <laughs> we right. need it. We need it. We need it. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> anyway. Good night, folks. Good night, everybody. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform, with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.